Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast, We Can't Be the Only Ones. I'm Gail. I'm B. Thank you for joining us. And we have a wonderful topic this morning. I mean, well, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day you're listening to us. I, I say wonderful because it's my topic. But prior to getting to that, we're going to do our moment of gratitude. I'm going to start with you, Gail. It's your turn. It's your turn, Gail. Rice and cheese. Rice Uncouth. Is suddenly in love with B. <laughs> Uncouth. See, this is when you stole the dog. Remember that episode? Uncouth. He's yours now. All right, my moment of gratitude. Um, I would have to say I've had a week of gratitude. It's been a, a, a week of ear-opening eye-opening and heart-opening moments just about every day. Oh, that's good. And I, I'm just so overwhelmed about this that um, it's just, I'm just very grateful to have experienced these things. Good, good. I'm happy that's happening. I am, yesterday, um, there was some really good news in the news. And as I was getting ready, this is Friday, mind you guys, if you need like a time. Uh So on Friday, October 2nd, I woke up to some really good news in the news. And it rarely happens that, you know, you wake up and you're like, oh, it's going to be a good one today. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just based on the news that occurred. And... Um, while I was getting ready for work, I was just singing the Mr. Rogers. I could hear the Mr. Rogers theme song in my head saying, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I could hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Would you be mine? Yeah. So I could hear it. So what I am grateful for is actually PBS. This is their 50th year. And there's so much of, like, nice things, you know, that I attribute to PBS. It's, like, one of the few wholesome shows, channels, excuse me. And I just think back to Sesame Street and Reading Rainbow, which I do credit to sparking um, a love of learning with LeVar Burton because he was just so into the reading process and the theme song and you know the joy of painting um, with Bob Ross and his afro you know Sherlock is on there Ghost Rider which is an old show about I think it was writing or reading 
and crime solving was on there and you know even the great british baking show which we were watching yesterday yes aired originally on pbs so pbs um i mean i watch it for fun on the weekends whatever i can it really is my go-to channel so i am grateful for pbs and for mr rogers neighborhood theme song well, very Playing good. in my head. <laughs> After such wonderful news. I hear that. Well, so, um, we do have a bit of news before I start. We actually have our email address. Is that, you say email address? Yes. Is that it's, correct? Yes, it's okay. email address. Yes, yeah, so the email address is, um, we can't be the only ones, the name of our show at gmail.com so if you guys have any suggestions any questions any topics whatever and you want to just share um please feel free to email and we'll be able to check and see what's going on in that land to see how we can incorporate some of your feedback into what and how we do okay very good and it'll be posted so you can see yes, it. Yes, yeah. it'll be in the episode notes. Okay, so, um, and I, I did podcast show outlines for us. I'm, I really am proud of that. I there thought I'd go. mention that. <laughs> and my theme sort of is, ladies, keep your shields up sort of and um, I'll explain that to the end what that really means to me and to some of my um, friends but the basis of my we can't be the only one subject today is a couple of things happened this week one a young lady that I work with was has tested positive for COVID and she was quite frightened and I really don't know her because I was actually filling in at another uh, location and so I don't know her that well but um, I thought it was nice and it really touched me that she um, texted me to pray for her oh that's sweet and I thought I don't know what I said to her or what what presented me in such a way that she thought I would pray or that I did pray but I, I was very warm to that. And also this week I was watching TV in the morning as I do the news, CBS. T.D. Jakes came on and he has a new book out called When Women Pray. Mm-hmm. And I really did in, enjoy their chat with the host because she brought up points about, well, it's a book not just for people who may be churchgoers, so, you know, or, or religious or however you see yourself. It's an excellent book that talks about some of the women in the Bible I never heard of. And it was really quite interesting. So I bought it that day and I read it in a couple hours. In fact, I've read it twice now. Mm-hmm. Because it really has some great information on it. And it made me um, very conscious of what kind of prayers and things that I do. And then the the final thing was um, President Trump came down with COVID on Friday morning. What? 
<laughs> right before your Mr. Rogers song. Oh my God! <laughs> no. Oh, that's oh, okay. I who knew? Oh yes. <laughs> who knew? And dang it, man! <laughs> it was so. I, you know, it was so interesting because immediately um, some of my friends sent me like texts going, I really don't, I really don't feel that bad for him. You know, I'm not going to, like people were refusing to pray for him. They're not going to pray for him. And it was just, and my own issue of it was, I know in the Bible it says somewhere about it is so easy to love the lovely. It's the unlovely that God challenges us with. And so that made me think back to the book that I read about when women pray. And there are some statistics about women that I thought were very good that is also part of my little search this week that do you know in the United States the expected the life expectancy of women averages out to 81 years are we talking about white women no we're talking about women in general all races they kind of come combine that number mm-hmm. and and I thought wow we do live a long time and T.D. Jakes pointed out that now we're in a world where women are running countries, not just businesses. I mean, we started out when I grew up, you know, a woman ran the house. That was the job. But it wasn't even considered a job then when you were running your house. It was like it expectation. Was, yeah, it was an expectation. That's what you were supposed to do. In fact, um, women really weren't supposed to be working outside the home. Well, Okay, continue. So now here we are, and women are not only working outside the home, um, we're running companies, we're creating companies, yet, and we're still raising our children, and we're still educating ourselves, and we're still, you know, maintaining multiple things at one time. Now, I'm not saying any of this to slam a man or to be in comparison. That's not where my direction is today. I'm just pointing out the fact of how far women have come and we continue to go. And I think part of the basis of this is prayer. Most of us grew up with some a grand, a grandmother, great aunt, some elderly person in their house that prayed. Mm-hmm. And you either assume they did because they're old, <laughs> maybe they go to church or they carry the Bible, and you know maybe you saw them, maybe you did not. I mean, I saw my grandmother every morning get up in the morning and go down to the kitchen table and pray, and she would name everybody in our family, and mm-hmm. she—I don't believe she ever missed a day. And. It kind of touched me all the way back to the young lady who asked me to pray for her. And so what I did to prepare for this, I asked some of my friends, what are some of the things that you pray for? And I asked, it, nah, I'd say about 20, 25 people. 
and some of them say a peace in their families. They pray for understanding among some people or some particular issue. And they pray for healing. They pray for protection. They pray for freedom. They pray for their children. They pray for their spouse. They pray for finances. But the one theme through all of this, they were praying really for others. Okay. Their prayers didn't necessarily center. Their focus wasn't on themselves. And I'm not, these were not all women that were um, religious or church going. In fact, most of them weren't. And if they do, I don't really know if they do. And one of the questions came up when I asked them that. They were saying, well, do you mean like prayer, prayer, get on my knees, prayer? I said, well, what are your positive thoughts on? Because there is a definition even out there of positive thought that every positive thought is a silent prayer. And well, go ahead. I just, again, there are some individuals who do not believe in anything or act or agnostic. So, you know, it's not going to be prayer for them in the way that is being defined for you. And in that particular quote too. So, I mean, I'm okay with the positive thought portion of it, but not everyone will view it as a prayer. And, and that that's fine. It can and because it, because it also says a single thought can flood your body with emotional stress or calming relief. Yeah. So and I think it's the positive thinking portion of it, and whatever you call it is whatever you call it but not everybody will identify as prayer being what they're doing. And there are women in the Bible who are that way as well. I mean, there's some like Sarah never really said a prayer out loud that we know of. She thought stuff, but she never yeah. really actually said a prayer. And there are, are several, you know, women, um, Naomi, she never actually said a prayer but she thought stuff. Her stuff wasn't always positive either. Yeah, my my whole thing is, again, there are individuals who just don't believe in the Bible either. So that that's another thing too. Like you can't recognize that either. So even if it's not prayer for it to just, I get it. I get where you're going from, but still mm -hmm. to affirm those individuals that again, it's more so about the positive thinking and I think that's where you're getting to versus prayer so just to kind of put that in there well I put them I made prayer slash positive thoughts so as not to leave them out okay. because I don't want them out because as a group of women we need to make this happen and not forget and I'm pretty sure even the ones who say, I don't really recognize the Bible or God or whatever, if they look back through their history and their family, somebody did because they're here. Well, that's, that's neither here nor, I mean, that's neither here nor there. It's just more so the, what it is, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, religion is one of those things that either you do or you don't or you're somewhere in between. Well, and I'm not, that's why I'm not drawing it to religion. I'm talking about prayer. It's not necessary. Every, everybody prays in some form or fashion. 
And Maya Angelou spoke to that. She said, I know when I pray, something wonderful happens, not just to the person or persons for whom I'm praying, but also something wonderful happens to me. I'm grateful that I'm heard. And I don't know what her faith was. If she had a faith, I really don't know. But a lot of, I think she, she felt something when she went into the quiet sanction of herself. Yeah. And, and we all need to, I, I more or less bring this so that we can all remember that this is a, a difficult time that we're going through. And I want people and women in particular to do this. Even if it's a subconscious thing that you do, let's try to be more on point with the positive thought or the prayer. L let's try, because I mean, uh, in reference to that young lady, she didn't know me from a can of paint, but and maybe she saw me as an older person and thought, well, uh, you know, she can say some good things for me. And just to be encouraging to one another, because women, we, what is it, um, Ruth, I can't pronounce her name. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, yeah, she said that there should not be a boardroom meeting without a woman present. Because women have so much to offer. And we are sometimes overlooked, but then sometimes we, we, we have to put ourselves out there. And we have to do things. What woman who has children will praise anything, any harm to them or thinks any harm to them? There are some people who do that. Well, then there's maybe some issues with them. But yeah, but I on mean. On the whole, we want, our, we want our kids to do well, to do better than us. And on a whole, we want to, to move the, the surrounding area that we in, that we live in safe surroundings, that things happen. And, and I think that for the most part, when women pray, these things happen. I think it's a lot, I'm gonna push back. I think it's a lot to ask women to put so much energy into, like you mentioned earlier, at this point in time, women work, um, and I'm gonna speak for black women, we work, we um, take care of kids, we're bettering ourselves, we're taking care of our households. Um, and I think there's a lot of emotional labor that women tend to do. And I think it should more so be geared to men. Men should be praying for a better world. Men should be putting out positive, they should be doing that. Because quite frankly, the confines of what we live in is a patriarchal society and praying it away isn't going to do it or wishing positive thoughts towards it it change it takes such a, a a cultural societal shift and those who have the power should be the ones to take that mental effort to make it so i think it's burdensome because as you say women have been doing it for centuries Women have been believing for centuries. And even though there is a shift, it still is slow. And the reason why it's slow is because the powers that be don't believe that the positive change requires 
you as a woman taking their spot because that's a loss i think the powers that be on a whole don't believe that there is god because they god will move any mountain and make anything possible i think there are different types of religions and people interpret god religion and everything in between for their own gains there's a sector of people so they interpret it differently and believe it but a belief is a belief nevertheless might not be the same one that i carry or that you would carry but the belief is still there okay so I, that's my thing if it is going to be for prayer and changing a positive it should be for everyone including men like well, especially men well and i think it is when when women pray we don't not pray for men we pray for everyone no 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 that's and what men, i'm saying and men do pray and but that wasn't my subject today my subject today was i, I want to be sure i want to reiterate to women out there to, to stay on board with prayer even though however difficult things may get don't give up on it don't give up on stay the course continue it you know when you feel like you're going through hell just don't keep walking keep walking and praying and that's why i'm saying all inclusive men should be there too they should be there too they should they should be walking with that much faith and saying, you know what, this is hard, this is rough, but I'm going to keep praying or putting positive energy and action to make it better. So I don't just think that it's, I believe, yes, women should keep up positive thoughts and, or, you know, a realistic thoughts or whatever it is, keep doing what you're doing as a woman. But at the same time, let's not neglect that everybody should be doing it because it's not just going to happen with just women doing it. Well, and I think partly too, when you're involved with a man, do you ask him that? Are you doing, uh, in my case, I ask men who may want to date me, are you, do you pray? Because I really don't want to be involved with someone who does not because without prayer as a couple, we're going to suffer. And that's my belief. See, I'm agnostic. So I'm, I'm, that's not something. And I, I'm agnostic and quite, for the most part, I'm looking at who you are as an individual versus what you believe in because your beliefs will still show. So it's to me, it's not even a criteria to me whether this man is Christian or Catholic or, you know, non-denominational. That necessarily doesn't translate to me in a conversation. But you want men to do that, to be positive thinkers, to put that out there, but you don't ask them if they are? No, I mean, it, it'll show. So either way, a lot of people, when you ask them what they are, they, especially in the beginning of relationships, will fluff it out because they want to present their best face forward. So I'm not necessarily concerned. Yes, I'll ask you the question, see how you are about certain things, you know, about certain topics. But at the same time, like time will eventually tell through your actions. And once you get comfortable now, if it's something that I don't par with, like, okay, like you're a curmudgeon, 
I can tell that from the beginning and be like, okay, your energy and my energy doesn't match. But I'm not necessarily asking someone if they're prey. Okay. Well, the characteristics of women are that we are blessed, we are highly favored, we're fierce, we're fiery, we're tenacious, we're planners, we're supporters, we're intense, we're passionate, and we are desire. We, you know, wreak desire. And that's just not all of our qualities. Those are some of the innate qualities that I see in my women friends in, in things that we do and how they talk and things that they take on. These are the, some of the things that, that they exhibit. Can you repeat that again? They're blessed, they're highly favored, fierce, fiery, tenacious, planners, supporters, they're intense, they're passionate, and they're desire. They have like strong desires for things. Okay. And I think these are all women I, I would hope or have if not some, some of these, or know that these things are within them to bring out. And because I, I was raised, um, had a very tumultuous kind of young childhood. And later in life, I wasn't as secure with myself. But I do remember my grandmother always telling me, you're beautiful. You know, you have a beautiful smile. You know, there's nothing in life you can't do. And I think we, we need to, even though my friends are grown, those that, you know, I, I kind of run with, we remind each other of that when we're down and out. Yeah, I, I believe in that kind of sisterhood. Um, I, I mean, I, I would say for myself when it comes to like self-esteem and that hasn't necessarily, especially as I became probably like 16, like you couldn't tell me nothing. And at 35, you still can't tell me nothing. Like, um, there aren't many days where I think a lot of the times women need to be able to reinforce in themselves how spectacular and people people in general need to reinforce that they are spectacular and they're wonderful and they're all things amazing outside of who and what they do in general. And I think a lot of people just don't understand that they are worthy, man, woman, and they can't put that worthiness within themselves. Therefore, they go looking outside of themselves to find it. And you'll never find it. No one will able. No one will be able to affirm you, the yes. way that you are able to affirm yourself. And I mean, quite for me, I've been doing it since I was probably like sixteen, and there is still some growing to do. But even now, you really can't tell me nothing, especially about the things that I'm sure about that are great about myself. So I think that's what it is. It's really cultivating that spirit among, uh, within yourself to be able to recognize that, make it so that you're kinder, make it so that you're more gentle, make it so that you're healing yourself so that you can, the others around you can benefit. And I don't think that that's just a woman thing. 
there are a lot of hurt men out here in this world and quite frankly they need so much healing because patriarchy is kicking their ass and they don't even know it's kicking their ass so i think it's a every person thing um and not just a woman thing i i just think it should just be blanketed all around that we're finding worthiness within ourselves and we're implanting that in our children boy or girl and just keep it that way for me okay and and i don't disagree i just picked women this week that was all no 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 i understand i'm not i said both I mean, I, for guys, me it would not be like i don't think you need any of this oh they need it they need it and i think that the thing i like about women who know their worth and even if they're not you know even if they don't know just how much to write to check out for mm -hmm. for their value of worth they will still reach across the table and help someone else they will still look to be a support to someone that they're like i i, I don't know how i'm carrying my day but i'll help you do you think some of that has to do with conditioning? With what? Conditioning. Maybe, or how, how maybe how they grew up in That's the family. That's conditioning and yeah, socialization. That, you know, if you grew up in a family that was always helping other people, or maybe they observed someone help another person and saw the, the, the reward of it. Because I think... No, the, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, do you think women are conditioned despite whatever burden that they are carrying to reach out and help regardless like if is that a conditioning and a socialization that again women have had to burden perhaps but then that same that same thing would also make some women go I'm not helping I'm not because I, I, I see my mom and then that's what they do and whoever rewarded them. That may also be the same thing that turns some of them off as, as well as the on switch. Yeah, but I'm so just saying- So it could it, go either way. Either, yeah, but I'm just saying still part of it, regardless of which way it turns out, there is a socialization aspect of things. The thing is for me, like I don't think things are innately women or man. I, I just don't believe that. I, I believe that we are just socialized and conditioned in societies to be this and that and to behave a certain way. And that's kind of probably why I keep pushing it back to Well, you'd have to people. go past society because I guess the if you haven't read the Bible, you won't understand. In the Bible is quite clear of the the innate thing that he wired us how to be. Yeah, but if one. you don't believe in that, it, it doesn't. It doesn't change it, though. It, it is. It does, to be honest. It, it may change it you personally, but it doesn't change what the Bible says. No, no, of course not. It doesn't rewrite the book, but at the same time, I just feel like if you, again, are agnostic or you don't even believe in the Bible or you believe in something else, it won't necessarily register or hit 
but in my understanding of just psychology and the way and sociology it's more so a lot of this is conditioning so it's not that we're more nurturing it's because we have to we're put in the position to do so which is for me again why it's more global like it's everyone well and I think we're wired to be that way I would so, I would disagree but we can continue and and because we are it's it's what we do and it's not a bad thing to be that way and it's not a bad thing if you're not that way but I find that it, it has its own rewards when you are no I'm, I'm not talking about the reward of giving that's not what I'm speaking of. Like there is a reward in giving and doing for other people and sacrificing and compromising when you need to compromise. I just feel like women are put in the position to do it much more through socialization. And it's not an innate thing. You're learned to do that. You're taught to do it. And, and, and perhaps, um, I guess I don't see it that way because I, maybe I, I was raised from a great grandmother to a grandmother to a mother, father, uncles, all of us were raised in a certain way. And I guess the people I associate with for the most part are raised the same way. And maybe it's a generation thing as well because there wasn't the computer. There wasn't so many things to distract you. So, um, I mean, the one of the first books I read was the Bible. It was the requirement at our house. We all read it. So there were certain things taken in from that and certain characters put into that. Like, it's like a great thing when somebody's named after someone in the Bible. I mean, not just for Jews, but for a lot of people. No, I can understand that yeah. for those who believe. But the, the purpose here was just, you know, I was moved by his book and how he seemed to be as a man to see the innate nature of women and to recognize how far we've come yet to also see how far we have to go. So he didn't just acknowledge the high flying stars he also acknowledged those who are still in need and let's not forget them and let's reach back. And there is not anything under the sun that if you think you're going through it, somebody else is going through it too. And that I agree. And perhaps you might bump into each other and be able to assist each other to get through this. Yeah, that I agree with. I do agree with being able to give back and to, you know, help out as and when you can um, to the best of your ability. So that I'm not in disagreement with. I think, again, I think we've, we've touched on that as well. The more you put out that is good, you know, the better it is for the world around you. Yes. Um, so that I don't disagree with. Um, it's just a whole innate thing. I just, that just always like you lose, you lose me with innateness. 
And I think the greatest thing, and that's one of your greater things to be able to bless each other. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that is just so profound to me. Um, because so many people are out there, like you say, men, women, children in, in pain and hurting. And sometimes when you see that ugly face that they give you, it's not because they're really angry, that angry, that they're just going through something that that's the only way they can ex, ex, exist this day is to have that face or to have that snappiness about them because there's something going on inside with them. And sometimes you don't even have to say it to them, maybe walk by them and think a pleasant thought. Because when you think a pleasant thought, most of the time you can't help but smile or have a, an aura of peacefulness or pleasantness or something about you that will draw people to you. Yeah, that I agree with. I do agree with um, when you can and as you can, because 2020 is is hard. Um, that, you know, when you can, just try to get through your day being the best version of yourself that you can be. Because sometimes that's just what it is. And if, if it's for you that is prayer, then do prayer. If it's a meditation, then do meditation. If it's sitting, reading, um, I have a friend of mine who posts every morning this little positive card of some of a positive thought. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it takes, do it. Even if you're, even if you're like, say, say you don't believe in God and you don't want to read a scripture. Well, hey, find some positive cards, make your own if you want. And in the morning, read one just to start your day in a little bit of positive things for you, for yourself. Sing the Mr. Rogers theme song. That, sing that. If that does it for you, but we need to do something because, and I do really believe that women have a power about them that men do not have. That I agree with. Because I believe that women, they bring life. And until science can make it happen for a man, he can't. So that's something that is ours. And to the fact that you can bring life, that says something about you that, that's unique in a sense. And I think that women, we can bring unexpected joy and hope in ways that others cannot and we can bring victory over issues in our life if we just keep walking keep believing keep hope alive and i think that where there are no blessings we can bring blessings where there is no hope we can bring hope and I just think there's something about women that we can, we can do this. We can change the world if we band together. You know, there used to be when I was growing up um, in the 60s, if three or four black people were hanging on the corner, somebody was either going to go to jail or they'd roust you, beat you up. This is the police to make sure because apparently three or four black people together was threatening. That still goes on now. And yes. 
You know, I'd like to get five or six women together and do something because I think women as a group could move mountains. We could do things that have not been done because we're seeing it. We're seeing it every day. So when you see, and I guess part of the two started last Sunday when we were watching that TV show where those two women, you know, got into the, you know, little rumble. And oh, oh, Real Housewives yeah. of Potomac. That's just we should not be there. Look, let me push back again. She asked to be dragged, and she was dragged. But see, and, we shouldn't even be asking that kind of stuff. Well, look, but something is promoting that. That this is we're all watching it. We're all like, woo, look at that, woo. Everybody got an opinion. Everybody putting everybody down. We just really need to somehow, when somebody does that, somebody should say, sister girl, come over here. I think chat with you. at the same and, time, like emotions run high and it is what it is. If fights happen all the time. Now, not to they, say that I promote it. No, I know. But fights happen all the time. And, and when they do happen, then let's recover, forgive, and continue to build. Don't let that little... That little moment where you, you know, crash, boom, whatever, get up, dust ourselves off. Because you know what? Men will do that. They will rumble, call each other names, get up, dust themselves off, and go on. No, they don't. Sometimes they shoot each other. And sometimes they start wars. So they don't. I'm talking about like on a lower level. They, like they do. Even like them. They two will friends can start a war. I don't know. Well, so. they can come. One can come back and shoot the other one. Trigger wow. warning. But that happens. Yes. But on a on an average. I think women, again, it is what it is. I still think we should make every effort not to. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, but let's ma- and then learn to forgive and 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 do better. So that so that we can, you know, get this world out of this muck and mire if we can, and I think we can. And when I led with um, ladies, keep your shield up. There's a um, verse in the Bible where you suit up, you put your whole armor of God on to go face the world. And it was from that scripture many, many years ago that I believed women are warriors and that we should suit up and we should keep our shields up to to stop the fiery darts of crazy that comes our way, to, to protect our children, to protect our home, to protect the things that we hold dear. Yeah, that I agree with. And again, I think part of being able to be able to keep your shield up does require a confidence about yourself to know that you'll be able to hold it up. But at the same time, I do know that it's it's something that's learned. And as you can get there, get there. You know what I mean? It's still a muscle that needs to be worked on and not everybody can carry a shield. Well, let's start building that muscle. If you can't carry your shield, call me. I'll hold it for you. I'll hold you till you can hold yours up. I give you that commitment. And I got some sister girls who do the same thing for anybody. Cool. 
So that's it. Keep your shields up, lady. All righty, ladies. Keep your shields up. Um, is there anything else you need to add outside of keeping the shield up? No. I, I enjoyed this because I was a little nervous because I knew you were going to push back on me and I wanted to be sure that I was ready for the pushback. And I think I did good. I'm proud of myself. Good, 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 good. <laughs> and I'm glad you pushed back because I'm not trying to change you, convert you. Oh, I love you recording. just the way you are. We're recording, but that's fine because yeah. I wouldn't change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love you the way you are. No, I love you too for, for who you are. And again... Um, in this conversation, you can obviously, if you've gotten to this point, you have heard differing opinions about religion and socialization and innateness. And at the same time, I am grateful that we can have the conversation. And that's part of what it is about the podcast that we are trying to get out. Like not everything has to be agreed upon for the conversation to not happen and I don't need to pull your weave unless you tell me <laughs> to drag you unless you tell me to drag you because that's an open invitation but again yeah, she said that to me I probably would have yes yeah, so even you at know, my age I'd have reached right over let's go <laughs> so again it's not that yes yeah, so you can get to conversations that again most people don't talk about religious most people don't talk about things like that and they're taboo yes. to be able to speak about and again it doesn't need to escalate to your point the conversation can still be had this conversation can still be respected the conversation can come where we both take some talking points out of it and it doesn't involve anger resentment or anything else from it it just so. has to be palatable for all of us. And I think that's how we win. Yeah. You know, if we, you know, if you don't like a lot of salt, then I'm not going to put a lot of salt in your food. I'm going to make it so you can eat it as well. Yeah. So, but I think that's, that's good. I mean, work on what you can work on in the land mm -hmm. of 2020 because it's hard. Um, but back to, you know, Gail saying, I only have a certain mental bandwidth for about a few people that I can. <laughs> so don't call me and don't text me. Call me. Call I'm good. <laughs> I only have a certain mental bandwidth to be able to do what I need to do as I do it. Um, and be able to self-care for myself as well. So ladies, just remember that everything's a balance. You know, yes. sometimes... Even if you are going to keep your shield up, sometimes you're going to have to rest. Oh, yeah. So, you Please. know, find yes. the balance. However, the balance is fine. Don't go around asking people to drag you because you will get drugged. <laughs> um. And don't fight people because you believe in God and they may not or you quote in the Bible and they don't like it. Just say, okay, I, I love you anyway. Yeah. You know, that's that's true love. Yeah. Show true love and caring for one another. So as always, um, we said in the earlier in the episode, we gave our email address, which is again, we can't be the only ones at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, um, send to your friends, family members, um, and let us know how we're doing. Mm -hmm. And again, Alina, um, 
she's not here at the moment so we will be sure to give her salutations at the end but before be safe be well be easy be blessed are you doing it or i'm doing it and be eat alina might have issues with that well have a a great one bye i kind of type